The Closing Time Podcast is back. Sponsored by Rocky Hill Accountants. I'm Joe Aguirre. I'll have a brand new co-host, Sanam Salati, who's my broker, my mentor, and my good friend, and one of the most knowledgeable people in Connecticut in the entire real estate industry. We're going to be talking about the latest goings-on. We'll keep you up to date on the market, and we're going to bring on some really great guests all throughout this season, people in all different fields in the industry, like accountants, home inspectors, mortgage reps, and so much more, just to give you a better understanding of the Connecticut real estate market. We're so excited for a brand new season of the Closing Time Podcast, part of the CMG Podcast Network. It's sponsored by Rocky Hill Accountants. Go see Heidi and Glenn Parchman to file your taxes for bookkeeping, business advice, real estate investments, or whatever your accounting needs are, including cryptocurrency. Just visit RockyHillAccountants.com. We'll see you all season long on the Closing Time Podcast. Welcome to Ivy League Murders. On this podcast, we focus on cases affiliated with the Ivy League, exploring the darker side of higher education. What happens when genius becomes evil? My name is Sarah Alcorn. I'm a Harvard graduate, and I've been a private investigator since 1999. Join me and longtime crime diva, Laura McDonald, for Ivy League Murders. Hello, hello. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back, everybody. <clears throat> we know it's Friday because we're, we're here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the start of the weekend, the start of good conversations and good times. Good times. Happy Good Friday to all who <laughs> celebrate it. Otherwise, happy Friday. <laughs> I get to tell you that to me, it's happy Friday. You know, too bad Fridays are not every day. I know, I know. I know. What can oh, you do? Exactly, exactly. Today, we have a guest on our show by the name of Kimberly Chapman. She hey. has, yes. <laughs> she has uh, her own podcast that's called Wake Up With KC that airs on Mondays. And yeah, Kimberly, that, that's great. I mean, you tackle what has to be the toughest time period of the week. <laughs> Monday morning. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I'm going to well, assume because that I'd the like show... to get a go ahead I'm there's sorry there's a delay sorry oh no it's just I like to get people's day right you know off to a good start so you know why not well, that's yeah absolutely <clears throat> everybody could use a, a good start on Monday morning <laughs> I know I can I, I literally just roll out of bed and like oh god Mondays. Yeah, you know, um, I mean, there there is a there is a trick though, Frank. Uh, I I do believe in um, a phenomenon known as uh, self talk, and uh, self talk. It's uh, self-talk. basically self talk is basically uh, the messaging that you produce in your brain will literally will literally be produced throughout your day. So. If you wake up, uh, if you wake up Monday, telling yourself, "Man, I hate this. This sucks." Guess what? Chances are your day is gonna suck too, <laughs> just because you said it was. <laughs> and so, oh, okay. So it, it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard. But it's you know? also not. Go ahead. It, it's also how you feel. It's also how you feel. Yeah. The, the energy, the emotion, the feeling. Mm-hmm. 
all that carries out and it is and it affects the things you do believe it or not even subconsciously like i read books on this and it's like i'm not i'm not too big on a lot of the uh <clears throat> the mental health stuff out there or the self-help stuff out there some of it is a bit out there but self-talk to me is uh is is actually pretty pretty solid stuff um you should look into it sometime but yeah if you tell yourself man like you wake up and you say ah oh, today's gonna suck you will find a way to make it suck <laughs> uh, so, all right i guess uh, you know you know i just guess saying. i mean i kind yeah it is what it is right yeah it's Friday. But again, I got to give I got to give Kim props. I mean, again, that still is the toughest time period of the week for most. And she she's gone out there to tackle the day and to try to make everybody feel positive and good about Monday morning. That is a monumental challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to myself all day. Plus I educate. To my nonsense. <laughs> Rob, Mr. I'll piss you off, Rob. Hey, someone's got to listen to Rob. <laughs> Rob, don't feel too bad. I, I, I do, I, I, I do listen to, to you every single Monday. You know, so it's good. It's good. You know, Rob. Actually, Rob has to show up. Piss you off shortly, which airs on Mondays at nine o'clock. Yeah. You know, come check him out. <clears throat> he's, he's something else. He's you angry. Know. He's angry. No, he's, he's not angry. angry. He's angry. He likes to. <laughs> Give his opinions when he's very Stir emotional about stuff. Stir the pot. A, at times, yes. No, he, yeah. he puts a he puts a blender like an egg like an egg thing. He puts that in the pot. He doesn't stir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you know, going on to things, um, kids and alcohol. Kids and alcohol. That's a national pastime. It is. I mean, look, I remember <laughs> growing up, we used to uh, go to the beach, uh, you know, get whatever liquor we could get, get, drink, yep. go home. Mm -hmm. nah. You know, I've yeah. heard stories like these. I cannot say I was involved in any of this criminal activity that you are describing, but I have heard of such activities. Yes. Carlos, <laughs> I grew up with you. <laughs> I, I know. Remember, Carlos, we have a lot of friends in common. I'm just saying. <clears throat> Listen, uh, I have no idea what you're referring to, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I normally don't have a problem with it. I, I get it. It's part of kids growing up, you know. But mm -hmm. my, my issue here is, and Johnny, I'm going to get to you now in a minute, but my my issue here is should parents be supplying the liquor i mean not on a not on a wholesale basis like i don't think any parent should be walking in with uh with 40s for their 14 year old <laughs> but um you know like 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 you said and like like johnny here put on the comment section uh maybe it's a hispanic thing i don't know but I'm sure other people can elaborate. You always end up at that family party. And once you hit like 13, 14 and everyone's getting all nice and lathered up on rum or whatever it was that they were drinking. Yeah. The, uh, the unsuspecting teenager in the family is suddenly getting a few shots of whatever everybody else is drinking. And lo and behold, they're, 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 they're they've been introduced. <laughs> so 
it happens, and I, and I don't know if it happens as much today. I mean, I, to me, I think parents overall, overall, not everybody. I don't like. I try to avoid uh, broad brushing, but overall, I guess I kind of feel like parents are, have become a little more like squeamish about that, and it may not be happening as much as it used to. But I, uh, you know, well, so as far as an experience thing, uh, you know. Well. It happens. It happens, and I don't. I don't see it as a big deal. Now, if you literally have some mom or dad like showing up with six packs for for her kid or for her, yeah, for her kid and and her kid's friends, that goes back to what I told you uh, weeks ago about parents parents being friends instead of being parents, and that <laughs> that 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 is when I start to get my gears grinded. I, I right. It irritates me when I start hearing about that. But watch this. But you see. Rob put it out, you know, high school parties, family parties, as long as you were leaving and no adult saw you sneak it in, into the adult cooler was fair game. <laughs> He's right. Look, look, as, as, as we're kids, yes. Okay, but now the issue comes here is, as in I, you know, I had, and, and this is what, what actually happened is a text went out saying, hey, I'm buying beer for the kids. So you had a parent send another parent a message. Correct. Straight up saying I'm buying beer for the kids. Correct. Okay. For a party? <laughs> Correct. It was a get together. For a party. Were... Correct. For a party. Uh, Kimberly's a little lack. But, no. you know, but, you know. <laughs> I, I, you know. With me, if it's me and my kids and we're gathering together, I mean, my teenagers, I don't want to say kids because kids is like 10, you know, before they're teens. So I'm like teens. You know, if we're at a family gathering or we're just gathered together, I'm not going to buy booze for their friends and whatnot because I'm not going to drive them home. So in that aspect, there has to be a boundary of some sort. Yeah, you know, I'd rather, a... I'm not, I'm going to buy, you know, if I have wine or something and my kids want to try it, okay, try it, see if you like it, but you know, it, it's, it stays here. You're not going anywhere. You know, I'm not, because then it, they would sneak around and try to do it behind my back and I'm very intuitive and I'll catch them. So I, so I, I foresee, I foresee a lot of problems. And honest. Yeah. I, right, I, I understand the approach. I, I foresee a lot of issues. Number one, uh, you would hope that all the kids that are going to be involved in this, their parents know too. And that when they get home, none of them are sloshed or staggered enough for you to start getting some angry phone calls. Two, even if word doesn't get to the parents immediately, kids talk. And they'll be like, oh, yeah, we were mm -hmm. hanging out at so-and-so's party and we got lathered up on beer. And, you know, it becomes a game of telephone. Before you know it, it went from beer to Johnny Walker. to Just uh, that's a fire you just don't want to start. I personally, again, like we used to, when the family was gathered around and it was just, you know, the cousins or whatever, and they would slip you a few just so you can enjoy whatever. Hey, look, this is this is adulthood. Drink up. <laughs> Hey, listen, I, I'm actually, you know, when it, when it's our family parties, 
and I, I hope my family's not on or hearing yeah. me right now. But I'm the one that's like, hey, you guys want to sit? Hey, uh, see, he, you're hustling back then. Mm -hmm. I, I'm that uncle, but <laughs> that you uncle. Know, <laughs> I, you know, I tell them all, hey guys, you want to drink? It's cool, but you gotta be responsible about it. I go, you want to drink with me? Right. By all means, it's okay. All right. You see, jo Johnny knows. I passed him a couple drinks. <laughs> you know, but you know, it's it's a little different. You know, when when it comes down to family, because you're you're there. It's like my my oldest. He's twenty three years old. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, before that, hey, here, like, like a beer, sure. At sixteen years old, he had a beer with me, but he's with me. Now, when I feel comfortable, him going to a friend's house, okay, and the parents buying the, the liquor or the beer, whatever it is, no. That the parent, parents do not need to engage in the drinking of, you know, of their kids, all right? It's, again, it's okay if they're with you, 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 you know, they have one drink with you, but to go out and buy it for all their friends. You got some parents that are doing that, though, just because they want to be chummy chummy with their kids, which is like so not the idea. Right. <laughs> just drives yeah, me yeah, nuts drives me nuts uh but yeah they'll be like you know, mom dad can me and my friends have some xyz and they're like yeah sure i'll go buy some no problem like what are you doing oh i i don't agree with that uh, these are the same you know like remember i think we talked about like uh grand theft auto and i told you like i got online years ago just to play and mind you that's an adult game with like adult content and i'm listening to seven-year-olds and I'm like, what? <laughs> like, oh, I had to turn it off. I'm like, I can't do this. Why? Are, I don't know. You know, th that's the bottom line, man. When parents, again, when parents start trying to be friends with their kids, yeah, that that's that's just not. That's I, just not how it goes. It just should, that's just my opinion. You, my opinion. Get, well, Carlos, when when they get to a certain age, mm -hmm. you know, then they become your friends. I've always oh felt, yeah yeah be yeah honest Later on, with yeah. my kids mm -hmm. I don't uh, yeah but I've always been honest with them I've told them my life history my life my experiences my mess ups and whatnot and I'm like okay now I just gave you wisdom you could choose whether you do the same thing and pay the price like I did or choose something better oh that I totally agree with <clears throat> that that I have no issue with. Uh sharing failures with your kids because the last thing you want them to do is repeat your mistakes that's that's fine that's right. parenting though that's not being a friend it may appear as you're being a friend because you're you're, you're giving advice you're, you're talking to them you're trying to uh provide them information that will help them out and better them in the future friends do that too so i could see how you could equate it but technically you're doing what a parent should be doing if you see that your kid is in a situation where they may be vulnerable to some kind of negative outcome and you can relate to the possibilities of that negative outcome. As a parent, you should be the first person to say, listen, sit down. I need to explain to you what right. you're about to encounter and how this can go wrong because it happened mm -hmm. to me. And yeah, lay it on them. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. That, yeah. that, that is not just being a friend. That is also being a good parent. 
Absolutely. But the thing is, the oh, thing here, I, I openly talk about sex with them and drugs and, you know, mm -hmm. like, this is what this could do. This, you know, and it's just been that kind of relationship that I yeah. have with them. Now we're telling yeah, me. Well, I, like, you're, you're, okay, see, you're, you're, you're providing information versus actually providing uh, <laughs> the actual stuff. <laughs> so even when it comes to drinking, it's like, yeah, listen, if you start drinking a lot, <clears throat> these are the consequences. This is what can happen. I don't recommend it. You know, right. the whole... But not here. Drink a few of these so you can understand what, how this works. No, no. <laughs> now, again, I'm going by what Frank did say, which was like, you just have parents nonchalantly texting each other about, I'm going to buy my kid beer. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I, I uh, nope. <laughs> That's just, see, yeah. Touching up, touching For up. For the party. Even worse. Even worse. Yeah. <laughs> no. Even but worse. Touching up on, on what you said right quick, you know, where, yeah, your kids, your kids are um, your friends. You're right. I mean, but the thing is, is that, you, you know, your kids do become your friends as they start being an adult. After, oh, yeah, yeah. Got, right. you know, I, I, I believe mm -hmm. it more as, you know, after they've moved out of their house, you know, of the house. And they're living a life on their own where then they're starting to ex not experiment but experience you know life you know and they're going through stuff that you've gone through and when they come up to you like hey that this and this and that and the other that's when you're like hey remember when i told you this mm -hmm. you know you give them you're, more, you're always going to be a parent <laughs> but at that point is where you start confining in them a little more of you know you know, with certain things. Yeah, and you you, you can start being a little more uh, free or open about the message. Because I know when they're younger, you want to get your point across, but you sometimes have to carefully craft how you say it. Um, right. Yeah, but once they're older, all bets well, are off. Based like, on their level. Well, that's that's are, kind of that, very... that kind of goes hand in hand. You know, age, level, all that stuff. Um, yeah. But mm -hmm. yeah, once they get older, you just tell them straight up. Listen. <laughs> You know, you truth truth yeah, and there, there's problem. no more, there's no more uh sugarcoating it. There's no, it's hey, look, this is what it is, you know. Yeah, but, so I guess, I guess, Frank, the question here is I mean, do, do you do you feel that at but, some age, I'm sorry, go ahead, Kim. Well, I, I was gonna just add this two cents in do you have daughters? Because yep. now, okay, you have a daughter. Yep. I have three daughters. Now, when it comes to drinking and whatnot, I always tell my girl, hey, if you're going to a park, there could be drinking and whatnot. And, you know, you what you do there is on your own. But here's, here's something that you need to be aware of. There's things that people put in drinks to do things to, you call it date rate, drugs, molly, whatever you want to call it. So you have to be consciously aware. Absolutely. I know you're going to go find parties. I was a teenager at one time and I went to parties, you know. And so with girls, it's very, you know, it, it it's a little different and you can't help it to be that way. But I mean, a lot of things do happen to girls and I'm always like, oh, please be careful. I would take well, it a step further because um, you worry about, 
and this is kind of funny because it plays into what you said <clears throat> and it 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 adds to it, it, what you just said regarding girls is is exactly correct Rob hit it right on the nail right uh however boys need to get the same message because boys actually a lot of times unfortunately tend to end up doing stupid things when they end up getting drunk at these parties and so they need to hear that kind of message as well um uh i, I guess on a superficial level we tend to think that you know the girls need to hear it because things can happen which is i'm not saying that's wrong what i'm saying is boys end up getting into these mistakes for being irresponsible as well so they they, they need to hear the message too absolutely they got to hear it too. Mm -hmm. Listen, you end up doing this and then you got a bunch of friends who are all in the same mental wavelength and then things happen. They escalate before you know it. Five hours later, you're regretting everything you did or you're wondering what's going to happen next. No. <laughs> That's why, I, I mean, personally, I think, yeah, you just, when it comes to alcohol, man, there's, there's like, I, and, and Rob pretty much hit it. And that's kind of what we've been saying. You know, if, if, if you're with family and they got to be old enough, I mean, we at when we were kids, yeah, they got us when we were like twelve. Mentiritas, <laughs> you know, like they, 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 like, like Frank, the evil uncle. Everybody had that evil uncle or something. Like, hey, come here, man, try this. Uh, you try, you try a few before you know it. You're, you got a buzz twelve year old dancing around the party. No, and, no, 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 I'm not that bad. Ah, oh, whatever. I'm not that bad. <laughs> but uh, the the real kicker here, though, is you have a parent texting other parents about buying beer for their kids. That does not seem, at least it doesn't come across as this is a family gathering and I'm just going to give you a little bit so you can taste it type of thing. And that, 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 <clears throat> that to me can lead to a whole bunch of tr trouble, not just at your party, but with parents of everybody else too. Sad. I wouldn't do it. Mm -hmm. I don't care how much my kid kicks and screams. No. <laughs> no, too well, many isn't legal. There a law hey, now? See, look, 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 look. Um, I got, I got actually. But in a safe I, manner. <laughs> and if you notice, hey Chase, do me a favor. Uh, put up Danny's comments right quick. You see that? That's the broken condom right there. All right. <laughs> That's the broken condom. That's hey, my try son, this. Exactly. You know, there, there, I did do that too. There's always sure, that evil. Did. Yeah. You hey, try this. Yeah. You know. No, but if it again, but if you're now a, there's a law, I think, about the one who hosts the most lose the most when you're giving minor alcohol I, to the parents. Now, I've are, seen that. I have, have that, it wouldn't surprise me. I'm sure you've had enough incidents with parents calling in, um, officials talking about my kid went to so and so's party and he was given XYZ and, and they were doing this, this, and this. and what gives? But again, the, the, this goes back to the parent that wants to be your buddy, and that's not—it's not how this works. It's not how this works. There are just some parents who are legitimately well, the parents afraid. Away and had no clue. <laughs> Say it again. I said the parents were away and had no clue. Ah, that yeah, happens too. too. Yeah, well, I mean, at that point, somebody somebody needs to get some discipline. <laughs> you need to make it known that that's an absolute no-no. Uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, times are changing. I don't know where, 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 where that kind of mentality will end up. But the more parents want to be friends, the worse it's going to get. So hopefully, there's a downward trend on that. 
Right. I mean, you know, there'll be time to experience stuff. Like, uh, one day you'll you'll wake up with a headache and you'll call me and I'll laugh at you and tell you I told you so. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, earlier in the day today, actually about maybe an hour before I went on the show, you know, um this is I how the, know, this is how counseling usually starts, Kim, right here. This is how it no, starts. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I, I'm here just jumping into our next topic here. Go for it. You know, I, 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 I love the alcohol topic, but you know what? <laughs> I got no alcohol here, so it's not good, you know? That's all right. You're making me want to drink. <laughs> but, you know, I, I got a message from from Joe. He's um pretty much the, the head guy at uh, CMG, you know, Clovercrest Media. And he, <clears throat> he, he yeah, he's a dictator. <laughs> yeah, he told me we had somebody that wanted to come on the show and it was just that simple you know that someone was kimberly she had the topic of um of gun control which we we spoke about last week and she had a lot of other things that you know she wanted to say about it and what i tell everybody out there you know our audience is hey you guys have an idea you come, you know, you, you get a hold of us and you could be on the show just like that. Just like so, I have to say then, uh, bef before we begin, <clears throat> I'm kind of honored, uh, not me personally, but should be an honor that somebody, I guess, heard the show and wanted to be a part of the conversation. That that makes me feel good. And I think it makes me feel good also knowing that people are comfortable enough to want to come in and talk, regardless of their opinion, knowing full well that um they'll be treated respectfully and 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 whatnot doesn't matter where they stand on the issue so i'm glad to see that that point of the show is getting across so i'm just gonna say kimberly if you disagree with me we're gonna boot you i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> well it's not so much about <laughs> it's not even about that well okay so i guess i'm just gonna ask the question then did you 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 heard you 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 took well, the time to watch the episode? I did not take the time to watch the episode, okay. but I saw mm -hmm. something, you know, because I go and do my my podcast too, but I saw something about gun control. So right. I was talking to Joe. I was like, you got something going on with gun control? What's that about? And he goes, oh, it's so-and-so. And I was like, oh. he goes, you know what? And I told him, like, well, I want to talk about this because me and my partner were just talked about it the other night. And okay. we both agreed. It's not so much gun control. It's like regulations, you know, putting like a if to outlaw to general pump public, the, the semi-automatic weapons, those to me, it's like general public doesn't need it. Honestly, for what? I mean, it's it shouldn't be allowed to for the general public with with a removable magazine type. Uh, have a certified license. If you're going to have one of those, you have to go physically training. They do it in the military. Like, I don't know how long, maybe three months of training to properly learn how to use one of those, you know, like the AR-15s. Then you get a state certified license and you have to continue the training. And you have to renew every two years. So, all right. 
Go ahead, I'm Frank. Gonna tell you, I'm going to tell you where I agree and I disagree. Okay. All right. I I agree with you in, okay, you know what? Whoever's going to own these types of, you know, semi-automatic weapons or full auto weapons, okay, they need special training. Yes, I, I agree with that. Now, the fact that they need to be certified every two years, not really, because when when you really break it down and you look at it, it's like riding a bike, okay? I mean, it's like I have my gun, right? My gun's going to shoot. I pull the trigger, it shoots. It jams, I know exactly I got to clear it. You know, I, I remove the magazine. So, you know, do I do I think that a special training for it's necessary? You know, I don't think so. You know, I mean, not not special training. I'm sorry, but well, in a way, wouldn't it a certified training course? It could be three years, every five years, every seven years. <clears throat> but it's like you getting your driver's license, right? You've got to renew it every so often, right? It's a privilege. It's not mandatory for you to have a driver's license. It's a privilege. And yet you have to go through a protocol procedure to have that license. It's a privilege. So shouldn't those kind of uh, guns, not at, don't get them at Walmart. Granted, Walmart has taken them out. But it should be a, a certain store that has those kinds. You have to get the certified trend. You have to do a, 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 a more intense background check. So if, if you, you want to compare death just, rates, if you want to compare death rates, Kim, then I think we need to have people take driving tests every three years. <laughs> if you want to get down to it. Um, I, I, I mean, I, I don't have an issue. Look, if people feel. I'm going to I'm going to play devil's advocate with you because if people if if I'm actually OK with what you're saying, so long as you lax the concealment laws, I think. If you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you're gonna have that kind of a rigorous treat, uh, uh, rigorous, uh, um, uh, I guess, uh, what's the word? I'm, I'm, I've drawn a blank. I'm sorry. Like rigorous, not training, but like regulations. There we go. Rig rigorous regulations for owning one. Then you should also lax the laws on allowing people to carry. Uh, I think that could be a win-win because number one. If, if, if you feel that more training and repeated training equals uh, better use, then that should also apply to people being able to carry it out in public. Yeah, but hold on a second. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Because I'm I'll say like this. I, I was in the military. I learned how to handle an AR-15. I learned how to mm -hmm. handle uh, an M249 saw, which, which is which is it's a Sub-automatic weapon, if I remember right. correctly. Or, okay, I can't remember the technical name for it now. But, you know, I, I had an M60. Yeah, <laughs> I, had, I had an M60, which was fully automatic. You just put that baby down and go, ba 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 Right, right. Okay. And you had to shoot all those. Mm -hmm. Right, so then you're, you're going to sit here and tell me that since I, I went ahead, I, I, I have one now. I'm, I'm a civilian, I bought it. So now right. I got to go ahead and take a test every three years, every five years. Makes no sense. I don't even have. I, I think the language in this debate needs to be cleared up also. People like to throw around the term semi automatic 
I think 90% of the guns that anybody uses are semi-automatics. If okay, you're repeatedly pulling the trigger. There we go. A fully automatic. Okay. Fully no, automatic. Fully autos are illegal. Fully autos are illegal. You can't walk around and you can't even like, unless you're in the military on base or, or deployed somewhere, you should not have a fully auto in your possession. To my knowledge, that's illegal. But anything that requires right. a repeated pull of a trigger, anything is a semi-auto. I mean, look, I, I agree with Rob. So why here. not? Hold on. What? A weapon to the general public with a removable magazine. Why not change it to where it only holds five rounds? Oh, yeah. we had this talk. <laughs> and so... I mean, now, now, now this, <clears throat> excuse me, this goes back to what I was saying about like revolvers, like, okay, so we're in a bad situation, a tight spot. Uh, people are in your house, bullets are flying, you get your five rounds out and you miss. Now you're spending time emptying the load and popping in new ones. It, it, it's a situational thing, Kim. I don't think I have an issue with magazines either. Um, and I, I don't even have an issue with large magazines. Semi-auto to me is fine. You're repeatedly pulling a trigger. If, But I, I can concede, again, see, I go both ways on this. I can concede with some, some better training. At the end of the day, we're dealing with a lethal weapon, something that has the power, gives the power to somebody to take someone else's life. So I have no problem with more training or repeated checking of efficient use, however okay. you want to frame it. But I'm going to go with. Right. I have a problem. I'm going to go with, and if, if we're going to if we're going to scrutinize gun use to to you know to repeated trainings, then I'm also going to say then people should be able to carry more of it out in the street. Don't leave it locked up in a safe or halfway up your closet. If you can efficiently use it, and you've been coming and getting tested, and passing your tests, passing your exams, and you fully understand the weapon that you're carrying, take it outside. Go to the mall with it. Go to church with it. Go wherever you want with it. Then. <clears throat> I'll, I'll I'll go that route too. I'll go that route too. I I don't think uh, all well, that training, I'm, all that training, just to have it locked away is pointless. Okay, look, so look, look that's look, just look, that's that's, that's, that's where I'll I, Rob, that's where Rob, I can go with it. Okay, Rob Rob said earlier. Okay, um, let, hold on, let me find <clears> Rob's comment over here. Az, I mean, I preserve America's right to bear arms. You know, right. it's suitable for okay. self defense. Right, but, purpose for hunting and look at shooting and recreational, yes, but it's it's getting to the point with everything that's been going on. I've heard I've seen it on the news. A fifteen was used in this shooting, a grocery store, and you know, it, it it's it's like where where's the solution to memonize us problem? What is the fucking solution to the problem? It is a problem. So who has the, the solution to it? No one. To does. where we minimize <clears throat> and there's less there's less facilities, deaths, casualties. Because well, <laughs> there's people that are just sorry. Ahead, I'm sorry. No, 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 no okay. sorry. I, I I saw a comment that actually was put up on by uh, by Carlos that says Certified people in the art of pistol whipping if you're only allowed five <laughs> rounds. Okay. And he's kind of, you know, it's funny. It's funny because of, you know, I kind of expect that 
from my brother. But yeah, you know, but so, he's kind of right. I mean, five rounds doesn't really, you know, if you, and you have to, you have to be in a really screwed up situation. Okay, to start so, so, off with yeah. five rounds. So now, Kim, right. Now I was gonna say that Kim brought up an interesting point, and and you can go both ways. <clears throat> if you want to take the guns. I mean, fine, but historically, again, I, 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 and you understand history, most societies that ended up getting their guns taken away, it just didn't work out well. So you can go the other route then. If you're going to train them as you suggested, then give everybody a gun and let everybody use it in public. Okay. I, I'm pretty sure, I think, I think, I'm being hypothetical because we don't have that, but if people were to comfortably walk around carrying you'd probably have less idiots trying to take people out because they know the bullets are going to be flying in the other direction a lot faster. So as soon as there's a threat, you have a bunch of responsible people who have been trained, as you described, shooting right back, and it'll quell the situation. So how do you want to go about it? And frankly, again, I'll, I trust the American people more than I do the government. So I'm not a big fan of taking guns away from people. So right, I, I can meet you. I can meet you halfway with the with the ideas of repeated uh, checks for efficient use and making sure you understand the responsibilities, no, knowing no, the weapon. No, no, but no, if, I, if I, you go that route, then let people carry. Just let them carry. Look, 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 look. Elizabeth Garcia, I don't think the danger is knowing how to use it, but rather or not, the person carrying it is mentally stable or not. Okay, so I'm more. Intense medical, a medical, like a, a physical knowing mm -hmm. what, you know, are you taking any medications? What, what I am like mean, something to that effect that has to be submitted, or that there's a sign that you consent, like say <clears throat> you guys are a gun, a gun dealer, right? Perfect example. I want to come and buy a Glock 9. Okay. Okay. okay, here's the information you got to fill out for a background check, right? Because they do criminal, not medical. So there has to be some kind of consent that you give to where they can get the information from your doctor to find out if you're on any, if you had any menses, um, if you're on any kind of medication and whatnot. Some kind of form that can be created that gives the consent to do that kind of check. That might help. <clears throat> yeah, but again, if you, you, that's Elizabeth hit it. She hit it. Psychological evaluation should be absolutely required in order for you to own and carry. Um, you know what? I didn't read it completely, but she, she's right. I think there has to be a certain criteria to carry. Okay, mm -hmm. and to own. Um, I think maybe mental, and we spoke about this last week. You know, you have you gotta go to three different doctors, if, you know, to get a no go. You know, and I, and that's a that's just my opinion. I mean, like I know that I'm very mentally stable. Wait, okay? what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, my head's on right. You know, I. I'm not gonna, you know, do do I lose my shit and my cool like anybody else does? <clears throat> of course I do. <clears throat> but I'm not gonna be around going ahead and say, oh, pff, grab a gun, bam, bam, bam. No, 
you know, yeah. now we're going to break HIPAA. Um, Carlos, you know what? No, you're not breaking HIPAA laws because what you're telling what you're telling the government is that hey, this person's not good enough to carry a firearm. You're not. You're and not. That, therein the lies the problem. Therein lies the problem. Also, Frank, uh, remember I also brought you the scenario of the of uh, children. Remember, you got these parents, you got a lot of people who like they see something they don't agree with whenever it comes to a, like, like, for example, I see Kim uh, down the street and she's probably spanking her daughter for something she did wrong. And there's nothing wrong with getting spanked. So it's not like she's beating her over the head with a billy club or anything. <clears throat> However, I don't like Kim. So I'm going to be like, you know what? I'm going to call the phone. I've been on the phone. I saw her abusing her daughter and blah, 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 blah. And now Kim's got to deal with all kinds of investigators and whatnot knocking on her door over something that was not anything wrong. That kind of abuse can happen when we start getting into red flag stuff. Oh, I don't like Frank. Frank was just chewing his son out the other day, and I think he pulled him into his house by his ear, walking him in on his tippy toes. That's abuse. Call DCF. Frank's an abusive dad, and now Frank has to go through all kinds of loopholes that he shouldn't be going through because I don't like you. Same thing with a gun. Oh, uh, you know what? Frank's a jerk. Watch this. Hey, I think the neighbor down the street is absolutely insane. He's been blah, 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 blah. You're going to sit there and deny it, but now because I had the call, they're going to have to check on you, check this, check that. Uh, such a slippery slope, man. It's a slippery slope, even though Danny agrees that that sounds like you. So, I mean, maybe you don't need a gun, Frank. Let him go. <laughs> Listen. Listen. Daddy. Please. It's not about the HIPAA laws. If you give consent <clears throat> and you sign, then you're giving permission for them to get access to know what kind of prescriptions you're taking and all that. You're already signing, agreed to this in order to take the class and to get the gun of your choice. I'm just saying. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I do, and I did uh, express this last week. I also do fear, and I, I know I get I get tinfoiled a little bit about this, but it's not really tinfoil. Our government does have a history of abusing the information it receives, and I would hate yeah, to think that. I, I agree. I, I I'd hate to think that these very same background checks where people are filling out in earnest and goodness what it is that they want the government to, ha to know so they can own a gun. One day the government might change the rules for whatever inconspicuous reason. And before you know it, the information you've submitted is now deemed you nuts and your guns are gone. I don't trust uncle Sam. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> I don't trust them with okay, authority. So why not, so, so why not, why not little... an unbiased third party that the information <clears throat> goes to and then they can. And, 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 and the and government that, has to stay out, but if they agree, then it's... it's so long as you can keep corruption out, with, which is an impossibility. Party. So long as you can keep corruption out, and that is a virtual yeah, impossibility. That's, that's impossible. I mean, as long as things are run by human being beings, they're fallible. And there's always a way to screw with it, nudge it, mess with it, toy with it, and, and kind of shape it to get it to where you want it. And in the process, screwing out, screwing over a bunch of people. These are great ideas. And if people were idealistic and, and more um, uh, benevolent, then they'd work perfectly. But we're dealing with people. And <laughs> for every good idea, that there's always going to be the, the devil's advocate. And I, I mean, 
we'd have to eventually come up with a way where the system will work for the majority, but I guess people may have to kind of accept and understand that somehow, some way there's going to be flaws, but giving uncle Sam <clears throat> any kind of leeway to eventually corrupt like it has constantly in the past is a danger in my opinion. That's, that's, that's just me though. And you know what, Carlos, on my talk, my podcast, which I'm going to be launching my uh, own internet TV talk show, I talk about we need to wake up because we are living in the past, just different time periods. If you mm -hmm. look at history of all the wars and everything and what what was the, the, I guess the agenda behind the wars, we're living in the past repeatedly. Oh, I've said Repeatedly, this, but every day. I get We're called living. crazy for it. <laughs> I've said this. And I'm like, wow. Like, I'm seeing history repeating itself just different ah, time period. Careful, and I'm like, Cam, when do I wake up? Careful, Cam. Be careful. You're speaking my language. That's 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 crazy. You know? <laughs> but hey, hey, what do I know? What do I know, you know? Uh, but I, I agree with that. I agree with that. And so, you know, this is a great conversation though, because again, we'll find an answer, but on one hand, and, and honestly, I, I kind of like what we suggested here. I'm sure somebody can pick it apart a little bit, but if you want to be tougher on re repeated, uh, checks per se, and, and, um, I guess, you know, you know, efficiency standards, like making sure, dude, make sure you know what you're doing with this thing. Show us fine yeah but I'll, I'll concede then if if we do that let everybody in america just walk around with them then. those who have it should have passed therefore i should not be worried about who's got one and to add to your point if you're worried about casualties the minute someone shows their ass with one there should be 20 other people who know better ready to handle the situation fine by me but if we're going to start taking things away you're going to find that lunatic the one that we're all afraid of Who's going to get his hands on one one way or another, and he will mow down a huge amount of people before the required help shows up. That's why I'm not a big fan of taking anything away. <clears throat> I'm not. I, I'm not saying take away. No, no, no. I know just, you didn't. I'm just. I'm just telling you. Yeah, you're just speaking in general. That's just me. <clears throat> you know, oh, okay. Yeah, well, I, I'm not. I'm not in agreement with taking guns away. I mean, maybe a couple things here. You know, maybe a couple Trump supporters, but you know. <laughs> That's a different story. That's a different topic, right? Is that people? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Jared, let's see. Jared, there is no evidence to suggest banking has positive results. Uh, I, I think it worked for me, Jared. Uh, Jared, I, I can give you my you're, own you're evidence. You're looking at the evidence right here, dude. You know, that... <laughs> I'm willing to say that if it wasn't for my mother taking a broomstick to me when she had to, you know, and you know what, I probably would not be where I'm at nowadays. You know, yeah, my I mean, my mom obviously was, it well, needs to be done properly, and it needs to be done with good reason, and it needs to be explained as to why after. If you're just doing it wantonly because it's Tuesday and you had a bad day at work, that's different. That's right. different. That's but at the end of the day, if, hey, you don't if your little ass deserved it, anger. if your little ass deserved it, then by all means, you know you're gonna get your butt tanned and 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 that we learned. I learned, <laughs> so I I can show you the research. You're looking at the research. <laughs> yeah, Jared, I can't show you. I mean, 
I can't show you the physical. I, I mean, yeah, I, I got no evidence. I can't show you the no, physical ID evidence, <laughs> but I, I, I can show you that I, you know, I, I'm here doing this podcast. You know, I, I'm a stand-up individual, and that's thanks to my parents, hands down. They, you know, yeah, I mean, granted, when I had to get the shit beat out of me, well, all right, let me. Let me not put a shit beat out of me. No, no, no. Beat no, the no, shit no, out of me, boy. No, I want to hear this. You know, <laughs> 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 we'll go on to, you know, <laughs> I can tell you that the last time, and the last time I remember, you know, that my mom hit me with a broomstick, I was probably. What did you do? I'm gonna tell you what I did. <laughs> I was I was 16 years old. All right. And I don't remember exactly what I did to get my mom so pissed off. Okay. You know, my mom went to hit me with her hands. So I got the and I held her like this. Oh right? so, you showed your ass. Yeah, no, no, no. But you gotta picture this. You gotta picture the room. Okay. This is where we're at. I got a bed here. I got a bed on this side and a bed on the other side. Right? Then on this side, after the bed, there's a closet. So I did this. My mom starts to, you know, and I'm telling you, I said, you're not gonna hit me no more. That's it. I go, I'm I'm old enough where you're not gonna hit me. You're not gonna do this, you're not gonna do that. And she starts to let let me go, let me go. I said, oh, okay. You're even more mad. She pushed it into the hammer. <laughs> I let her go. Oh, what happens? I let her go. The fire. My mom tumbled. The oh, even worse. And landed in the closet. Now you've embarrassed her. Oh, this is so bad. All right. So I go ahead and I'm like, all right, I'm in my room. And I'm like, I'm not coming out of my room because oh, I know. Hell what, no. <laughs> you know, I know what's what's gonna be in for. I'm not coming out of my room. So and I, you know, in the back of my mind, I'm like, all right, finally, she's never gonna hit. I got kicked out of the house for guiding my aunt. Exactly. So my mother, my mother came around. Next thing I know, I'm just I've turned around and whack. I got cracked with a freaking broomstick. Actually, it wasn't even a broomstick. It was, you know, those Cuban mops, Carlos? Mm, oh, yeah. It was one of those. Yeah, just yeah, a wooden yeah. handle yeah. just. Yeah, whoosh. yeah, yeah. It's a nice little stick that if you swing it fast enough, you hear a come in the wind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I see what Jared's putting here, and I think I think it needs to be clarified but, that if, if okay, you're. If, hold if, on. Go ahead, Kim. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And Frank. You know, because I grew up in the 80s. 80s really rocked back in those days. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Greatest decade but ever. The thing about it is, is I our parents didn't know better when you know they disciplined us. A lot of parents, and I've learned this, never spank your spank your kid when you're already angered. Because your emotion and that, and you're doing it out of anger, not out of discipline. There's a difference. When you take a moment, and, and I've learned to do this, is when I got mad and I knew I was going to spank my kid, I'm like, I'm going to go calm down. 
and you got five minutes because I'm coming back. You are going to get a spanking because I have to calm down first. Then that's sort of like, oh, shit, you know, now I am going to get a spanking, but she's not going to do it right now. So it was like torture because it was a waiting game. Well, right. I mean, yes, if you're angry, let's do this. You know, I mean, if, you, if you're if, angry, you obviously can't. You, you know, you, there has to, you know, you just, you can't be angry. I mean, it's actually, let me retract that statement because I think you're, you're going to be angry at whatever situation <laughs> it is that leads you to spank your child. So it, it all really depends on how much or how angry you really are. You know what I'm saying? Because you, mm -hmm. you know, it's one thing to, to be angry about a situation, you know, so it's also another thing to be extremely pissed off. You know, there, there's, there's, there, there's different levels of being angry. Mm -hmm. You know, it's angry where, okay, son, whack, whack, whack. Or if it's angry where I'm going to beat the crap out of you, that's, that's different. You know, so there has you know, parents need to understand that also. I mean, do 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 but I discipline my child? Right. I mean, hey, look, I, I, then I you I, have bigger you have bigger issues there, Kim. <clears throat> you have bigger issues. Uh, I, I, I again, um, <clears throat> when you're angry, and and your answer to your anger is to beat your your kid, that's one thing. Um, I mean, but if you're legitimately upset about something your child did. To the point where you probably told them fifteen thousand times not to. <clears throat> it, I think it's okay to to tan their hide a bit so they can finally get it. <laughs> right, yeah, so, you can be upset. So, I mean, and, and and then even after that, you explain to them, "I warned you. I did this. I did that. I did everything." You're just not listening. And sometimes they do get it. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't. Um, uh, Carlos, your brother put something down here, and I think that's something our parents may be somewhat guilty of is that they didn't really break it down. We just knew we pissed them off and we knew what was coming. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, you know, better explanations to the kid, uh, to your child is, is a good thing. Uh, but I mean, at least I think the more you inform them of the possibilities of anger, the more they understand that they should not be pissing off your, you know, your mom or dad, you shouldn't be pissing off mom or dad because there is potential. <laughs> and they get it yeah they get it and they get it early and if you let them know early believe it or not like um i, I mean even my kids I, I i had to i had to tan them a couple of times when they were younger but you know what i haven't i haven't done it to, to i haven't done it since like in years it's been years why because they know dad now they know when dad's eyebrows come down here it's time to go or it's time to stop doing whatever it is you're doing because he's upset and there's always a talk after. Why didn't you listen? Blah, blah, blah. It, it's to that point. They get it. They understand the respect. They understand the limitations. And they understand. I tell them, most importantly, it's not just about making me mad. You're going to make someone else mad one day if you keep that nonsense up. So, you know, there is value in spanking. It needs to be done properly. It needs to be done uh, effectively, correctly, and at rational and reasonable times. Being mad because you had a bad right. day at work and then taking it out in your kid's butt. No. no, right. That you can't. That's, that's different. That's, 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 that's different. different. No, that's just abuse. That's different. Mm -hmm. You know, that's no. abuse, and that's just that's unex unacceptable. Yeah, and you I'm know, sure we got a lot of those too. So I understand. <laughs> I understand. 
But I legitimately know the many times that I did screw up, I earned it. <laughs> I earned it. And as a result, I understand. So, I mean, we can sit here and, and, and deal with uh, Ivy League scientists and their research on spanking. But sometimes going through the fire is enough research for me to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 it only I, takes I, one I, or twice, and then you wake up and like, no, this ain't even worth it anymore. <laughs> yeah. That's when you know you got in trouble at school, and like your mom would pick you up, and you sat in the back seat instead of sitting next to her because you knew. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you knew. <laughs> so, you know, going on to one of the <clears throat> topics that we let go of last week. Um, and it's something that I've vote, that I've wanted to talk about for a bit. It's uh, term limits, you know, Ooh, on our yeah. wonderful political, <laughs> you know, on our politicians. Term limits. Why, you know, I think they we they need to have term limits, and that's it. Because you you know, and I'm gonna use um, Joe Biden actually as as an example. You know, he's he's been all over the place. The <laughs> guy's what? You know, <laughs> the guy. <clears throat> he's like, yeah, in his upper 70s. Right, yeah. He's he's in his upper 70s. All right. He's been, I don't know how many times a senator, how many, you know. So 48 what, years. <clears throat> okay, so he's been 48 Too years. Long. Too long. Right. So, I mean, these people need to set limits, you know, whether it's. Uh, so Frank, th th that's that's the conundrum right there, though. Um, asking congressmen to set up term limits is like you know that you're literally telling them to stop breading their butt, you know, buttering their bread. Like, no, <laughs> I mean, it is it is again like what we were talking about with gun control. It's idealistic. It's benevolent. It's a great idea. Now tell the people who it affects to make it happen. That's when you hear the tire screeching. You know the brakes like no no <clears throat> yeah that it, I, I i think and i've said this before if you set house representatives to six terms and senators to two terms that's 12 years tops you're good that's right be it that should be it <clears throat> to me that is yeah, like the perfect system all right 12 years is enough 12 I years agree. Is, 12 years is basically an entire like span of, of of a kid going through school and and lord knows mm -hmm. life changed between kindergarten and high school and so that's enough though you've done enough get out but you can't tell them to 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 to, to make them to to think they're gonna take the time some of them have proposed it but they're not gonna change their ways they know that as long as they're in there they got all kinds of security blankets i mean just insider trading alone is is one of the biggest reasons why they stay, Frank, when they know a law is about to be passed and that law is going to is going to affect industry A, stock B, they're making ha money hand over fist on that. They won't tell you. And they got caught and all they did was change the rules. So like while people are getting arrested for 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 insider trading, these guys make laws around it. They're not going to get that up. But you know, is it is it on us to make sure we vote people in who who suggested? Absolutely. But then even when they get there half the time, they're like, yeah, it was a good idea. 
I've tried. I've tried. I've talked to my colleagues and my senators and blah, blah, blah. Nothing to... Washington, I swear. It's a cancer. <laughs> yeah, uh, it is. Uh, and then then that's why I, I, I scratched you know my head. Why? I, yeah. Um, this is from my daughter, my 17-year-old uh, government class. And I got okay. a hold of this, and I did a screenshot of it. It's how does the Declaration of Independence reflect the social something principle? I think it might be contract principle. And it says the colonists. Now, this is 1776, right? Did you know it was originally the Articles of Confederation? Then it got ratified in 1787 and became the Constitution. Yeah. So that's, that's the way I, I remember it fully. Like, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, it had a different name. But it name said the Congress believed King George III failed in his duties to protect the people and their natural rights. The differences listed the specific actions that demonstrate the, the his failure. The introduction to the Declaration of Independence restates the purpose of government in terms of social contract theory. The people create government in order to secure their rights. Government only exists because the people have willed it or given their consent to certain leaders to rule. It then states that when a government fails or even denies rights, the people can abolish it and create a new one. That was interesting. You're saying the you're saying the quiet part out loud. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hey, that's beautiful like, stuff. That's, I'm reading that. That's music to my ears, but one. you got too many people we that can are like. We and create a new one. Why don't we? We need more of it. No, you have people who are who are who are dependent on it, and and they want more. And and you know that's kind of where we're going, even though it's been failing us forever. They want more, so because it's outdated. They're going back in history of something that was created in the 1776 aren't we not in the and there's only 26 amendments to it yeah and that that, that requires a lot of <clears throat> so i know i know the founding fathers did set up some safeguards to make the process of change a rather complicated one in hindsight, we can discuss whether that was good or not. Uh, some stability is good, but I think <clears throat> like anything else, and this goes back to what I said not too long ago, when things are run by people, eventually people find a way to get around with it, get around it, screw with it, mess with it, tailor it, and and make it work for them. And and that's that's exactly what's happened in Washington. And so they'll throw you these breadcrumbs about, oh, you have the right for this now, we'll give you money here for this, and we'll do this for that, but... That, that, you know, most of the stuff they're doing is not in our best interest at all. It's in theirs. And and then and then you want to turn around and talk about term limits? They're not going to give that up. They're not going to give that up. Um. So then then you start you, then you start mentioning words about abolishing it when it fails, and then you then then you got people raising the hairs on the back of their necks, like, oh, did she say that? Even though it's there. <laughs> so. Yeah. But, is it black and white? Wow, uh, we can that, that's the that's the part of history. That's the part of history time? class that they're hoping people forget. I'm just telling you. Well, that's the part mm -hmm. they don't want you to remember. 
Well, I, you know, I, I do want to. And the teenagers, they're not really into it. They just want to get their work done so they could get their diploma to get out. So they just give them a flash, you know, because it's. Well, <clears throat> it. There's not. Well, I, I don't I'm going to tell you. Go ahead, Frank. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you what the teenagers are into and all these young people are into now. Fortnite. Besides <laughs> that, besides that, I'm going to go into these young adults now. You know, they've got they've gotten into uh, cryptocurrencies. All right. I and, like cryptocurrencies. Um, definitely. You know, it's and this is to me, I see this uh, as a as a millennial. Uh, manel, manel, millennial. There you go. Thanks. No problem. Can't even say it right. <laughs> but you know, we we will be speaking about that next week on our show. But, yeah, gonna, cryptocurrencies is 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 a is definitely a power to the people initiative. And and uh, yeah, yeah, I look forward to talking about that. I'll see if uh, I can talk to uh, yeah, <clears throat> so of my buddies who are into it. Definitely. And, uh, I mean, I just so our audience understands, I want to try to get the whole show on it. You know the the whole hour or maybe more of an hour, whatever. You Everybody so invest in crypto. Whoever <clears throat> who whoever really knows about crypto, you know, hey, send send us a message. You know, a link. You know, for us to get a hold of you. You know, we'll talk to you. You know, and you know what, we could have you guys on. You know, either all at the same time, one at a time. You know, so the whole thing here is for for everybody to to join in on this because there is money to be made on this. Oh yeah, you know if it's done right. Yep. Oh yeah, you know. But with that being said, uh, Kimberly, I do want to say thank you. Ah, Carlos pumping the Tron. Yeah, I <laughs> I, I, I do want to say thank you for joining us. You know, uh, again, you could catch your show. <laughs> thank you. Honey. You know, waking yes. up, wake up with Casey every Mondays. You know, um, and again, if you're having a rough patch, find Kim, find Kimmy. She'll help you out. She's mastered it apparently, and God bless her for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Kim, I hope uh, you've enjoyed thank you, Carlos it. Carlos, I, I hope you've enjoyed. Me. Yeah, I hope you've enjoyed the speaking at real experience. What you experienced here is what. We want everyone in America to experience. I know it's it's a rarity. I, I, I know what we're doing here is like a scarce art. <laughs> we're just talking and and agreeing yeah. or disagreeing. And uh, you know, I personally love doing that. There should be fun in that. And as I've said many times, and I'll keep saying it until you know it just bashing into people's head. Somewhere between all our ideas, <clears throat> the best idea, the gold is there. So just keep talking and and enjoy it. Enjoy the conversation just like we do here. So yeah. thank everybody you know, uh, for listening. Kim, thank you for coming on. Frank? Yeah, just on one last note. You know, and I I read this somewhere. I don't remember where I read it, but it really depicted what Carlos and I do. It's we advocate truthfulness, accuracy, honesty, and reason as essential to, to the integrity of communication. Yeah, that absolutely. is what this show is about. <clears throat> and you know what? If we're wrong, we don't mind being corrected. <clears throat> That's the whole point. That's the whole point. <clears throat> so, uh, so well, bye. I, I love this that you guys are doing this. And it's like you could disagree. It's okay to disagree, 
but you don't have to be angry about it. You, I think it's just mental programming that has been passed down and, and we're taught not to communicate. And this yeah. is setting the example. So thank you for setting the platform in this space to be able to, to communicate and just disagree and be okay. <clears throat> Absolutely. That's the point. Yes. That's the point. And yes. um, uh, we hope more people catch on because I personally love debating. I love, you know, arguing ideas. And if I hear something worthy, I'll be like, oh, good point. And if if I'm not, I'll tell you, you're, you're wrong. And here's why. And, and, and just keep that going though. It, it's good brain exercise. I love it. <laughs> the only thing we ask, the only thing we ask is just, you like our show, share it on your, on your social media platforms. You know, the more, the more people Absolutely. that, the more people we get on the page, the more people understand what we're trying to do. And it's not a thing that we just want to, sit here and talk shit with one another and have people hey yeah 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 like my page because it's because i'm frank and he's carlos no it's more of hey look like my page because you know what carlos and i don't agree on a lot of things <laughs> okay carlos and i <laughs> carlos and i are on two different you know sides on politics you know but mm -hmm. our friendship Bigger, yeah. Politics. You know, we've been friends it's for bigger. 30, 30 years, thirty plus years, and to think people can easily just like kick that to the curb because they disagree on something. I mean, it's kind of sad. I, I, I don't think I don't need to hang, you know, clasp on. If if Frank wants to leave, he can. But but why? Like, just talk. <laughs> so that's what we're trying to do. Right. <laughs> yeah. So and. It's not that, you know, people have a, a right and wrong. It's to me they have a different perspective in a concept and it's a belief. So oh, it's, it's, it's reaching it's cognitive like, oh, dissonance know, I, levels. I don't like, like, well, you're wrong. I'm like, oh, that's yeah. an interesting perspective and point of view that you have, huh? It's, yeah, it's reaching cognitive dissonance levels. Like people who hear other ideas that begin to like shatter theirs, that you can see them getting upset. Like, ah, like stop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They can't handle the, they can't handle the, the, the ringing of the bell. It, it, it irritates them. It's, it's, it's a phenomenon. And and yeah. now with social media, it's, it's, it's because it happens so easily and so frequently, it's easy to just press a button and say goodbye to you. That's right. That's so, it. you know, with that being said, you might not agree with what we're speaking, but you might agree with what we're speaking. But at the end of the day, Carlos and I will always be speaking it real to you guys. So come join us next week yeah. again, Friday at nine. Have All a right. good weekend, everybody. Good night, everybody. Have a good night. I love wiffle ball. No other way to explain it. Just something about the game, the feel of the grass, smacking that ball all over the field, making plays, diving head first, whatever it takes to get the job done. That's what wiffle ball means to me. Striking out grown men, watching their knees buckle on a called third strike. Sit out, bud. And then, of course, the home runs, the base hits, the big, big home runs at the big moments. 
that's a whiff of greatness. Join us all season long for the Joe Aguirre story, a CMG podcast.